Hola, hermanas. Bienvenidas or welcome to ¿Quién es la más? My name is Yiyi. And I'm Braulio. And <laughs> before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Please tell your friends about the show as it helps us immensely to get the word out. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Thank you. And today we are recapping La Más Draga Season 6, Episode 5. It is titled La Más Floral. The most floral. It's... <laughs> what a translation. La Más Floral, La Más Floral. <laughs> yes, very difficult to translate but yeah pretty pretty cool pretty cool um a pretty fun runway theme i think um i, I don't know if they've done this before i feel like they've had maybe like a dia de muertos or something that kind of made it seem like it was a similar theme but i don't think they ever did like a full floral theme i don't know if you remember any Mm, not that I can think of. Um, mm -mm. But this is one of like one of the topics or one of the themes where it, it seems like they gave them freedom to interpret it as they want, which is nice for them because that way they can use their creative juices and take liberties with uh, their creations. And I think it always works out best in the end that way. Yes, I agree. Um, I forgot to mention, we are recapping. If you are following along, then we are going to recap two episodes this um, mm -hmm. today. So we're going to recap first episode five and then episode six. So stick around for that. Let's get into this episode. So we start off with the cl cliffhanger that we had last time on episode four, where... Um, Purga was about to get eliminated by like Kylie's, I believe. And well, they gave her the option of saving her or not. And mm -hmm. that's what they're the cliffhanger left off. And we find out that surprise, we never saw this coming. <laughs> she decides for Purga to stay. I think we mm -hmm. called this already. We were like, obviously that that's what she's going to do. We weren't shocked about that. Were you? Of course not. I think we called it out and it's interesting, though. Um, I mean, one of the reasons why I would, I guess, that um, she was not going to eliminate her is just because uh, maybe the backlash that she would get, either from the other queens or from the viewers, if she did, like, they would be like, no, she's shady, and she would get a bad rap from it, I think. Um, even though the producers or the judges gave her the choice, um, if she made the decision to eliminate another queen, then I think it would fall back on her. Um, so then it's interesting where later in the, in this episode, uh, or maybe the next, but at some point there's a scene where they talk about, or like Ailise talks about, um, that power that she had in that moment and if she would eliminate one of the other queens and we'll talk a little bit about that but it's just kind of would it actually play off that way or would it would she um still uh not not eliminate anyone even if it wasn't Burga 
who she says she was close to. Yeah, I think this is the episode that they she opens up about that. And um, yeah, so we go right in from that to the Chiquireto, where we are playing a sort of a... Usually La Mas Famosa takes up a whole episode, mm-hmm. but this time it's just a mini challenge, which is super weird. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess it's sort of, since they're willing... They're winning immunities this this season. And we're going to talk about the immunity. It was so... I did not know it played like this. And I think this is the yeah. first time we use it. Yeah, it's very exactly. shocking to me. But anyways, um, so La Mas Famosa is their challenge of like a snatch game where they have to impersonate a famous person. And mm-hmm. in this version, they kind of do a different version every... I feel like it's never the same thing. Like it's always changing um Mm -hmm. but in this version it's sort of less difficult for them because you only have to answer like a few questions pretty much if you if you knew their wikipedia page you would you were going to get the answers correct yeah but um so it wasn't like that in depth of a character analysis that you that they had to go through but they're pretty much being um, made fun of in a way or ridiculed because they're just sitting down on a chair and there's is this a contraption where there's pies if you saw the episode you know what i'm talking about but if you haven't there's pies attached to the arms of the chair and if they get the answer wrong the pies are gonna hit them in the face and Mm -hmm. if they get the answer right obviously they they don't have to go through that but it was a it was a very like gimmicky just like not serious at all and i thought it was a to me, it, it was kind of a letdown because this is kind of one of the only challenges that lets us see like more of their skills and for them to just mm-hmm. kind of throw it away in this kind of like not serious and not taking it too serious and not having much of a, I don't know, much of a talent. Like they didn't really have to have a talent for this. It was just okay. getting questions like right. You can, yeah. And and even then, like it's... It, by the by the end of the 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 challenge um the winner wasn't even based off of who answered the questions right <laughs> so i think it was just like you said it was a moment to have fun but you could tell none of them took it seriously none of the queens took it, it seriously because none of them did well like with their characters so Maybe maybe just the winner, which was um, uh, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but Dimitra, um, she did Betty La Fea, and I, I think her interpretation or her um, character of her character, I think she did really well, and obviously ended up winning. But most of them, they just you could tell they didn't even practice; they just chose like a random character and. Um, and yeah, it ultimately, it was just, what was the point of of this? Um, but, I mean, they gave out an immunity, so. I know. That was the that was the, the good part for, for the queens. But I'm going to go down the list and see who each queen um, played. I mean, we don't have to go in depth because there's not really much to talk about it. They just answer questions. It's not that. They didn't yeah. really do anything special with the characters. So Purga was playing New Yorker Marcos, which I think she we've seen. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like every season there's somebody. 
Yeah. Um, Juana Guadalupe was Paquita, la del barrio. Alexis Mugler is Selena, which uh, that was an interesting choice. Dimitria was Betty La Fea. And I think Alexis is the loser, actually. <laughs> Betty yeah. La Fea, um, Dimitria. Kelly is Dana Paola. Aries, um, Alejandra Guzman. Electra Walpurgis is Alejandra Bogue. Chantel is Chucky. Um, <laughs> the, kill, the killer doll, Chucky. Uh, La Kailis, I didn't know who that was. That's the only one that I... I Barbara de Regil. Something like that. Yeah. That, I, 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 I had to look her up. Catriona was somebody named Shabela. I, I didn't know her either. And then a character Ari. from a comedy show, La Casa de la Risa. I figured it was a character. Was yeah. Because they asked her about the name of the actress and she was like, she didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ariel was Talia. So some, Talia, some very but also like all of her uh, novella characters because she calls herself Maria Mercedes, but then she was also talking about Pulgoso, the dog, yeah. which is from Marimar. So yeah, I guess just to, um, all the just maybe maybe not to get maybe not to get sued. They were like, okay, it's Talia, not not Maria Mercedes and Marimar. <laughs> Well, I don't know, because there was Chucky. Oh, yeah. True. But I don't know that they ever said... (laughs) I don't know that they ever said Chucky. I don't know. But anyways... Chucky. They said Chucky. (laughs) That's how they got away with it. But, yeah. So, Alexis is the loser. And, obviously, that means she automatically goes to... Uh, the lip sync and that plays out in an interesting way later on yeah i mean she was really bad there was nothing selena about it at Mm -hmm. all it was so bad it's yeah but there was nothing um i was trying to think well i guess the other ones i can see i don't really know what dana paola's um personality is so i don't know how to compare alejandra guzman was pretty bad too with arias yeah yes for sure and then apurga was bad i mean she just had the added sort of the attitude but still like and just there was being nothing like funny. yeah and just being like vulgar which is what yurka is known for but <laughs> yeah but none of them were funny that's the thing and Alexis kept saying, "Where's, where's, where are the jokes? Where are the jokes?" And she didn't have jokes either. So, yeah, it was just, it was just a failed challenge. Maybe they did that because they, they never have a good, um, what is this one called, La Famosa, La Más Famosa? Yeah. Um, maybe that's why they just demoted it to a mini challenge, which is kind of, yeah, interesting. I'm kind of liking, I'm kind of liking that they're. Man, they're in their sixth season and they're still like working on the structure of each episode. But this season, I think they got it down um, where obviously we have the mini challenge at the beginning and then which I don't know why they're calling it mini challenge, just call it a challenge. And then they go to the runway and every and then the judges and lip sync. So now they have a structure to it. Um, I don't know why it took six seasons to get this structure, but 
I, I like that now we, we know where, where, what to expect as far as each episode goes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Um, so let's move on to the Camerino, and that's where what you were what you brought up earlier that they oh, get yeah. into it. Um, Electra kind of has like a fight with I want to say most of the girls there, but it's usually it's really just between her, mainly between her Lacaylis and her and Arias. But the mm-hmm. first one um, that she gets into it is Lacaylis because. She comments that she would have, she would have el- eliminated Electra if it was her in Burga's place, um, and then Electra kind of feels bad about that. Um, mm-hmm. Which she you- brought onto herself because why would you? It, and it was just a hypothetical in the first place. Like that's not what what actually happened. So um, why would you even? ask that out loud that that seemed like a thought that should just stay in your head <laughs> and not actually have to put out there because then you see now she got her feelings hurt for something that she that she brought on up herself like Electra's the one who asked like Ailis about it yes and this leads to her explaining how she feels left out and yeah. she feels like I don't know if she actually accuses them of not in um, I don't think she ever says it like you guys are excluding me, but she says she feels excluded. And then Arias comes in and it's like, wait up, hold up. She's just <laughs> goes off and she feels attacked. She says she feels attacked and she, she, asks she the, acts the whole like room. she feels attacked. Yeah. Like yeah, she, they have true. that little mean girls moment where it's like, do you feel attacked? Do you feel attacked? Do you feel attacked? Raise your yeah. hand. And everyone raises their hand. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What did you think about this? Because I have my own thoughts on the whole situation. Well, like I said, first of all, it shouldn't even have happened in the first place. Like, Elector should have just kept that uh, question. And then, so that brought up the, why, that she's feeling excluded. And Arias, and I think a couple of the other ones are like, no, but we tried to include you. We asked you to do this and this. Because they do have that little posse with that they call the shorties um which is it reminds me of um i know there was a drag race season where a bunch of them what was their like their nickname was it a was alaska one of them or it was like her season alaska talks yes there you go yes and so it's something like that but except um electra is saying that it's most of the queens that are there are part of that except for like her and so she feels left out um i i think i think electra is especially if if there's if the other ones are saying like no we we have tried to to include you but you didn't want to so i think electra is putting her blame on the wrong thing then um like she's saying like like I struggle with anxiety and so that's where the that's where the problem is that's where the issue is like it's coming from her anxiety so to point the blame at the other girls and I feel like um it's kind of unjust but at the same time I don't think I don't like the way that Arias um reacted because it was very defensive instead of approaching it from 
like an understanding way. Like I think I think she she did start that way, but then she just blew up and like they started arguing back and forth. Yeah, it seemed to me my take on it was it's two people trying to play the victim. And one of them, Electra's like, well, you didn't validate my feelings. And the other one, well, you didn't validate my oh, feelings. Yeah. Like they're both yeah. trying to up one another of who's the most uh, victim. It's like you both could be both could be victims. Both could, both could be the, the aggressor or whatever you want to say. But two things could be true at once, you know. So it's just about taking your responsibility, taking accountability for your actions. Maybe you are excluding mm-hmm. her. Why don't you maybe, you know, look at yourself. Maybe, you know what, I am excluding you and. Instead of saying, well, I don't exclude you, you exclude yourself. And then Electra can also be like, well, you know what? You're right. I haven't been really trying to get in to the conversations. So to me, it's just like two people trying to play the victim. And maybe it's just for to get the fans on their side or something. But it just I, think seems- it's, I think it's more placing the blame on the wrong thing. And And now it's created like miscommunication. And now they're arguing between each other. Um, I thought it was really funny when um, in the confessional, Alexi says, uh, well, I want to defend you, girl, but <laughs> I'm just too busy. <laughs> and then they show her like painting really? her yeah. the same makeup as always. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yeah, but that was the drama. Um, they don't really come to a conclusion. I feel like they just move on mm-hmm. because they're just going in circles and they move on to some family stuff with Juana and she gets yeah. really upset. She leaves the room and I don't think we should go into that. I mean, it's just, if you want to know more about that, then I think you should just watch the episode, but it's just, yeah. A yeah. Really I mean, it's a learning thing. moment for um, a lot of people, but it was, well, I, I did want to mention, uh, I guess <laughs> we're like, Let's not dwell on it, but I did want to mention because I thought it was really, I don't, I was going to say cute, but it's like heartbreaking. But at the same time, uh, it was a really beautiful moment where, because the whole thing is that Juana Guadalupe is telling that the, the fraught relationship that she had with her father, and then she says that her father has passed away um, and that there was a point when uh, I don't know if the, if the father was in the hospital or something, but uh, apparently he, he lost his, like he couldn't speak anymore. Um, So he was like, I guess near the end of his life. And there was a moment where he, like with a hand gesture kind of, or at least Juana Guadalupe interpreted that as an apology for um, the way that her father was treating her for being queer, for being gay, for being effeminate, right? And and, and then um, I think after, yeah, so she says that her, her father passed away, and then I, I think her sister gives her the a gift that was meant for her from her dad, um, and it was a pair of purple tennis shoes. I think is what she says, and I don't know. That just kind of brought out like a whole circle moment thing where 
Uh, he's, just in, because... he's like purple. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. It is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Not but... always like for photography. <laughs> I just thought it was, it was cute because uh, the way that she describes her father, you would never think that he would gift or something like that. And I think that gift was just like an acknowledgement that he was wrong, I guess. And who knows what would have happened if he would still be alive. And it's just sad that it takes the end of someone's life to make amends. Yeah. So I guess we did talk about it. You don't have to go watch the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) All right. Let's go into to the challenge we have the runway theme is la mas floral so they have to present a flower inspired look and so the first one up is speaking of juana guadalupe she's the first one on the runway what did you think of this look uh so she's like a venus flytrap or something like that right it looks like Um, yeah like a man-eating plant <laughs> oh yeah, I think she's chasing um Benenito around too. Uh yeah, I, I thought this was really cool. Um I do think it's pretty costumey, but I think at this point it's just down to if you like that aesthetic or not. Um because we see a lot of that in, in this runway. Um, or like on on the La Mastraga runway in general, like there's always very costumey things. Um, but yeah, I think I think this was super inventive. It could have gone like super, um, I guess cheesy or super like you know when there's flowers involved. She could have just made a dress with flowers or like a flower floral pattern, and I like the way that she interpreted the challenge. Yeah, I liked it a lot, too. I thought it was one of the most creative ones. And I think she just paid attention to details. And she's been really working the look so far. I think um, since last episode or before that, um, she's really been bringing it. So it seems really refreshing. And um, I'm excited to see what else she brings. But yeah, I liked it a lot. One of my favorites. Um, The next one up is Kelly. And Kelly was, to me not enough flowers for a flower runway it was just that headpiece it was beautiful and her makeup i agree with letal that she had some weird colors on her face that she tried to contour with the color yellow and it just didn't look great but the look is just uh, it's beautiful but it's not something that i think blew me away yeah i think you can tell it was like a nice uh, what it, it like a cocktail dress, but she stuck like um leaves and stuff on it, and yeah, I obviously would have made a nicer or a more prettier dress with all that stuff, but she, like the way she repurposed this for the challenge is, mm, yeah, I don't think I don't think she achieved the effect that she she wanted to. Um, another thing that I noticed, like everyone was using the venenos and toxico. I don't know if that was part of the challenge because I don't remember them mentioning that 
but everyone was involving them in there, like a little performance kind of thing. Yeah, I think at this point it's just kind of required. They'll read you for not doing something. So I think they better just... be getting paid more. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, that's why they replace them every year, probably because <laughs> they ask for a raise. But the next one up is Catriona. This was an inter- interesting look. What did you think? Uh, I don't know. I didn't really like it because I think it would work better like in a in a picture um, where it can. It's just not the type of dress that walks well. <laughs> like it just. I, I can see it like with posing and stuff and right lighting. It, it would look really nice, but as is, like it just looks pretty basic with those those vines that she was wearing um yeah i didn't i didn't really think there was a lot of inventiveness here uh i agree that it was kind of clumsy coming out it didn't really walk well um but yeah it would look better in in a picture for sure i I thought it was cute like I, i thought the dress was cute and there was some kind of story behind it with the elixir and like the little bottles i, I thought it was mm-hmm. well done it's just it didn't translate to to a runway walk it was just very clumsy to walk with so mm-hmm. but the look i i like the look so um the next one up is arias what did you think of arias definitely one of the best of this runway um there's a lot there's a lot of references to this painting this diego rivera painting throughout the seasons um yeah but but it looked really cool and i like that it worked as a gown itself and then there was a little reveal moment where she flipped it and you could see oh okay so that's the the Diego Rivera painting um but yeah it was it was super cool um and, and I really like the way she was moving uh throughout the runway yeah this was one of the only uh reveals that has caught me by surprise I was not expecting it and then when she did it I was like oh okay this is kind of this is cool like the way that she did it so mm-hmm. I think it played really well like it, it came in by surprise and i'm usually can you can see like the reveals coming and this was really a really fresh take on on, on a reveal so i i appreciated that so um yeah i liked it the next one up is la kylie's um it's not a kylie's look without her just bearing her midriff and having a mini skirt so <laughs> this kind of reminds me of the other look that i think it was kationa yeah. Yeah. And it yeah, was pretty kind of similar. Clumsy. Yeah. Yeah, and she just looks dead. She always looks just dead on the runway, which is why I don't I don't understand why they keep her. <laughs> like she I don't understand how she won the lip sync, especially if they took into consideration um her like her runway as well not just what she did during the lip sync so i don't understand how she won that and had a chance to stay and because it's just i don't know does she not want to be there or something like she just looks super bored the whole time and it doesn't sell the the look at all 
No, I think she's just interested in looking pretty for the most part. So she's not very emotive. But like Kelly's like that. <laughs> but she still moves. True. I mean, but Kelly has more of a personality, I think. She's kind of like all over the place. But like Kylie, she seems like more contrived. Um, but not when she's in the Camerino. Like there she has freaking attitude with everyone. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. She, her, her, um, that catty side comes out. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. as the look is just like her other looks, it's kind of, we've seen it before, mm-hmm. um, minus the thing on the back, the flowers in the back. So it's nothing really new. Um, it's not ugly. It's just not, not interesting. So that's, um, that's not good for this challenge. Um, the next one up is. Alexis Mugler. This was horrible. It was, <laughs> the worst yeah. look, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Not, like, no thought went into it. It's like one of those... Uh, like, her mom or dad made her a Halloween costume. Just put it over her head and it's like, there you go. Like, it's just... It's not... I can't see any creativity with this at all. And like at this point, I don't really know what her drag is because her makeup does not really match with her um, like her looks. Yeah, that's what I, I've always had a disconnection with her and her aesthetic. It's just never come together. Um, I could see this maybe without the wig, give us a bald head maybe, make the, you know, put on some heels or something to elevate the look a little bit more. But they, I don't know, I don't know. The judges don't seem to kind of criticize her. They kind of just say that they don't like the look, but they don't give her like things to do. Like do something with your aesthetic, like try to find a more cohesive look. Um, so maybe, I don't know, maybe she's getting the wrong feedback. Um, but I didn't like it at all. Um, the next one up is Burga. We're also wearing a purple or lavender dress. And what did you think of this? I like this a lot, actually. I, I mean, she's completely covered up, (laughs) but I, I don't know. There's like an artistic vision there some it's kind of avant-garde um yeah i mean she she did well like she could walk in it and everything even though it's like barely it seems like barely walkable and stuff (laughs) but i i like it um and it's very different to all the other ones and i think it's even for her like it seems elevated than what she than what she's presented before yeah, I mean, it's, it's for sure elevated. I just don't get... My first thought is not flowers. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah. where my mind goes to. So that's what I'm having an issue with. Um, this look. But I can see I can see that it's kind of, you know, couture, like high avant-garde, mm-hmm. like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah. I think the critiques were with her makeup. She should have changed it for this look. Yeah. Done something different. Yeah. And maybe a different shoe, but 
it's elevated for sure for Burka. The next one up is Dimitria. And what did you think of Dimitria? I thought it was cool. Um, there was some nice details to it looks like she hand painted or someone hand painted the the dress throughout but i feel like it looks unfinished um because there's a lot of like white spots on there and it's not like blended in so it it feels like okay so it was just a um like a a white plain um silhouette and then I think if they would have just painted it better, it would have looked, it would have had a better effect, is what I'm trying to say. And um, but overall, like I, I like the construction of it. Yeah, I think what Yadi mentioned is that she needed darker colors in there just to really make it more deep, to give it more depth, um, mm-hmm. instead of looking like a little flat. Mm-hmm. We needed some some black or darker greens just to um ground everything um but as the look i like it she looks like um lily mon from digimon she kind of reminds me of that <laughs> I, I like the colors it's a little bulky from the waist down i think there could have been some editing on that skirt so it doesn't look as bulky but it's it's not the worst but it's not my favorite but i think she did a good uh, a good look for this runway. The mm-hmm. next one up is Chantel, and this is the one that I was kind of, I was shocked the judges liked it so much. I thought it was pretty basic yeah. and didn't give me flowers right off the bat. I mean, she's just hanging me, the, the the flowers on. What are, what are those called? Um, the ropes? No, they're not roses. They're um, poinsettias. Poinsettas, okay, right? Yeah, are they the ones that you see in the ho- during the holidays? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so I can kind of see how she interpreted the um, the bata that she was wearing and into that, but it's just not very interesting look. No, it's a nightgown and a penny and a bra. Yeah, yeah. And pasties. Don't forget the pasties. And the pasties. And it's not that... Well, it's not a bad look. It's just not... I, I wasn't crazy about it. Like, the judges were like, it's so good. Like, you did such a great job. And it, it was just in the middle. I think I think what won them over was the, the um, burlesque dancer. But she didn't even do that right. I mean, she did it okay. She didn't have like a amazing performance and like something that she, I don't know if she does that regularly, but it didn't seem like she did. It just seems like she took stuff off. There was no kind of performance or, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't impress me that much. Maybe you have to be there in person. I don't know, but I didn't That don't impress hype. you much? Exactly. The next one up is Ariel. What did you think of Ariel? Oh, this was uh, another one of my favorites. Um, before taking off the hat. <laughs> when she took off the hat, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I like this. But I think the hat makes it a lot cooler. Um, 
yeah, I love the use of uh, the flowers, and I think there was a like a lot of thought put into where the plate, like the placement of the flowers. Um, you could tell it was really heavy hat because <laughs> she was kind of like holding it throughout um, until she takes it takes it off. But yeah, to me, the that hat makes the the look complete. Yeah, I thought this was so cool. I I think it was my favorite look of the night because it gave me the runway theme. It was beautiful and it was something new from her that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she changed it up. Polished. It was very polished, dramatic. Um, and she did, well, uh, <laughs> she did the uh, Alexi's face without, but better, you know, like she did the white mm-hmm. face, but she knew how to like play into it with the outfit and really make it work for the whole outfit instead of just pinning something on and not making sense. So I thought it was my favorite look of the night. And, and yeah. I think it was, the, I think it was rated at the top, but she did not end up winning. Um, but um, the next one up is Electra. She's the last one on the runway. Electra Walpurgis. She is throwing up everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Someone get her barf bag. Please, stat. This was cool. I just don't yeah. know if I like all the elements on this outfit. Yeah, yeah. It's like it doesn't really come together as a look. And then, like, most of it is just wearing a bodysuit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's no kind of details on the bodysuit, so it's looks too plain but then there's yeah. a lot of busyness going on in the neck area um so yeah, yeah this was just kind of i don't think it was thought out um mm-hmm. enough like the back of it is really cool with the flower and and all that but when she turns around it's not as interesting yeah no yeah i think there could have been more editing and uh to execute this look but that is the runway the winner of the runway and La Mas Floral is Juana Guadalupe. She wins again. I think this is her second time in a row. Um, and we find out that the two bottom are Alexis. Well, obviously, because she lost the, the mini challenge. So that must suck, right? Like, you're already know you're going to lip sync, but then you still have to present on the runway. Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, do you even care? Exactly. And obviously not, because look no. at what she presented. <laughs> She's now like, I, l- I have this backup, and it's bad. So I'm already going to the lip sync, so might as well just waste it on this. Yes. Maybe she wanted to choose something she could lip sync in. Um. Maybe that's why she presented that. I don't know. But anyways, her and so we have another twist. She (laughs) is able to choose who she wants to go against. Oh, no, because she has immunity, right? Yeah. So she has she has immunity from the past. Yes. Um, so this is how the though. new Im- the immunity works. You can explain it, but this is how apparently. It works, which yeah, I was so, so shocked when this happened. 
Yeah, because, well, it's the first time that they've had to use it. So what I was thinking, because I remember her winning that, but then I was thinking that uh, it would only be for that episode, right? And if she's safe, then she's good. But if she was at the bottom, then that's when she would get saved. But apparently the way it works, like she can, one, she can save that immunity for later. Um, so even though she got it in the past, it it rolled over to the other episode. Um, well, to this episode. And then the other detail is that so she has a choice of using it in that moment for because for being in the bottom or to save it till to later to roll it over again um and obviously like you're gonna decide to use it at that point because what if you don't get another chance um so so she decides to use it and and so she has to choose someone to go in the lip sync instead of her um I think they told her that she cannot choose any of the top queens from this episode, but anyone else is fair game. Um, so she decides that Purga will be the one <laughs> lip syncing. So it's Lakailis versus Purga again. <laughs> yeah, this was so shocking. I did not know they were going to do this like, have you choose when to choose your, or have you have an option yeah. of when to choose an immunity? I thought you were just saved for that episode. Exactly. But no, I don't, I don't like it this. rolls over. <laughs> well, I don't like it because they didn't explain it. They should have explained that already. Like you have uh, immunity that you can, it will roll over, but no, it's just a sudden thing. And they probably just do it to, I guess, shock the audience to be like, oh, okay. But then that had me thinking, okay, so is that really true? Is that how it's been working? And uh, So it's just more confusing than it should be. Yeah, I don't like this because what what's going to happen when, when there's two people that are, have immunity at the bottom? Then I mean, what's gonna happen is that they both get to choose who can exactly. It's just a mess. Like, it's not gonna be. It's not fair. It's not fair, and it's not really. I don't know because what if you're in the top? What if there's only top queens left, and there's two bottoms, right? Mm -hmm. Then some of the top queens have to be in the bottom. Just or maybe in that case, they'd be like, oh. Well, no, it won't. It won't work anymore because you can't choose the top queen, so you have to choose yourself. Well, what if they choose? Okay, say somebody uses the immunity, chooses someone to go against, but then they have immunity too. Do they get to use their immunity there? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like what's going on. <laughs> Everyone has immunity, so yeah. A chain of... <laughs> like at one point, like it's just gonna mess things up. Um, unless they put a limit, they should put a limit on it. Like you can only use it, um, I don't know, up to a certain point, like up to 
episode five or episode six and after that you can't you true yeah but the thing is just like this they, they never explained it that when when's the limit and i'm sure they have rules or if they don't have rules they'll make them up during whatever episode they need it to but um so yeah i'm not even thinking hard about it it just this episode was weird that they how they revealed it yeah so um they are both against each other and Mm -hmm. they are lip syncing to flores by kenya os i think that's the name of the artist i'm not sure and purga ends up being eliminated finally after being in the bottom three times i think she's finally eliminated just like the kylie's she's been in the bottom a lot too yes and and i just don't i don't think she i don't think purga deserved to be in the bottom obviously Not this it episode wasn't. no exactly and it just sucks the way that it worked why couldn't Alexis have picked someone else who <laughs> who deserved it more? I think she probably she was probably thinking like the overall performance, not just that week. She was probably thinking like she's already been in the bottom so many times. So I guess. Yeah, she's not she was definitely never gonna win. She was not that strong of a competitor. Purga, I mean. No. No, I could tell but, she's. I don't know. She, I, I want to say she's a beginning beginner queen, but I, I just get that impression. Um, mm. Oh, she's wrong. really young. Okay, I then think yeah. she says she's like twenty, maybe ish. That would make sense. Um, all right, is there anything else you want to say about this episode or something that? Um, I forgot to mention. Uh, no, I think we covered this one all right well let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with episode six all right we are back with episode six of la mastraga season six this episode is titled la mas nahual i think i'm saying that right Um, what this is it's just like a spirit animal right that's what they explained it as I've never heard this um, term before so it was kind of basically they were saying like uh, like every human has an animal that they're connected to and when there's like a a strong connection then the human can like transform into the animal, something like that. Um, and they call they call these people nahuales, nahuales. Yes, and um, um, they explain that this is a kind of a horror drag theme, so they have to kind of present something that's, um, yeah, that's horror, like horror based drag. Um, yeah. So Braulio is very. <laughs> upset right now somewhere um she could have stuck around for two more episodes yeah all right so we start the episode introduce a challenge so they have that and then we go into the mini reto and the mini reto this time is called la cajita del mayo um which is (laughs) it's uh like the box of fear i guess you can translate it as 
Mm-hmm. Um, so what they have to do is they have to be blindfolded. Again, this has a lot to do with their talents and their drag. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like Dragula meets La Mas Draga or Fear Factor meets La Mas Draga. <laughs> so they have to put their hand inside a box and they're going to be blindfolded. And inside the box, they have to find a key. If they get the key, they get to open a another box that contains a prize, which obviously is going to be immunity. So they each of them had to do this. And inside the boxes, it's something like disgusting, usually like crickets, cockroaches, some flesh, like um, organs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. So, um, so they do the mini challenge. First of all, what did you? Uh, yeah. So, what did you think of the mini challenge? I wanted to throw up most of the time. <laughs> Those things were ugh, ugh. Um, what? No, I was just gonna say it like that. I could have done the crickets. Like I feel like I could have done that. Yo, uh, but anything well, you squishy don't... would just kind of give me like. And smelly. So, yeah. Yeah, no. Um but I feel I feel like now they're just they're just copying um challenges from other shows. <laughs> Which is fine. It's just maybe not the best way to show talent. They're a queen's talent. Um so then now it just up to how they perform in the um in the runway that's the only chance that they have to actually put themselves or 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 tell their show their their talent you know um but i mean as as like a little segment i thought it was fun <laughs> just seeing them squirm i guess yeah it, it was, was entertaining and it, yeah it was entertaining it's just not i think if you're going to win if you're going to give out immunity it has to be something that's challenging as far as their talents like i feel like if you're going to create a competition you have to make it and the prize is going to be immunity like make it a talent based competition um instead of yeah. something so not like it's so random it's it's like a crapshoot challenge you know mm-hmm. um if it wasn't immunity if they were just winning like i don't know like a a trip somewhere or money, then I, I wouldn't, I would be okay with this. It, it wouldn't bother me, but maybe that's going to be their brand now. Like they're going to have like these kind of challenges, like be more of a kind of like wipeout meets drag race. Yeah. In a way, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, we do have something that happens, some kind of drama. Uh, so the drama on this mini reto is Arias, is vegetarian so she gets a box with organs or something in it and she mm-hmm. gets upset after she does the challenge and pretty much just walks off and um, we don't really see her until el camerino mm-hmm. but the winner ends up being la kylie's so she wins immunity so good for her it was only her and i think um i want to say juana that found juana. keys yeah yeah, just so. both of them. And then it it looked like it was 
down to chance as well because Juana's key did not work. And yes. like I least did. <laughs> At that point, I think the producers chose who to give it to. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm sure. Because there's no way that out of all those keys, the the, the yeah. right key was between the two of those. Like there's Exactly. No Unless it was like every other one. I don't know. Who knows? Um, all right. So we get to the Camerino, and that's when Arias <laughs> has a breakdown. She mm-hmm, has the breakdown mm-hmm. like you would have thought somebody had killed one of her pets or something because she breaks down and because she had to touch meat and she's a vegetarian and she talks about mm-hmm. how she loves animals and she's uh, she sees them as as um, almost like humans in a way and she she feels very I don't know what's the word for it not attacked not she just feels like a hypocrite i guess or something like that i just i just thought it was a lot of emotions for i mean if you really to me if it's gonna really affect your morale your morals then why why even go through it go through with it like i don't know yeah like she should have said but it i mean it was it was left up to so the other the other uh half of this is that they told them that if they don't have to participate, but if they don't participate, they automatically go to, to the lip sync. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why Adius, knowing that um, she's probably going to have to touch something that she doesn't want to, then she still decides to do it because she didn't want to. But she had the choice there. It sucks that they put it in that that way but um it's just i don't know i i do kind of relate with what she's saying obviously um but i don't know (laughs) i I lost my train of thought it's very childish it's like get it together get it together there's are you really crying about this are you really are you that sensitive that that this is gonna make you cry you eat She's not even vegan. She's a vegetarian, so she does eat animal products. So what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) One of them says that they saw her eating like a sandwich or something. (laughs) I don't know how true it is. This is just turning out to be... I don't know. (laughs) I don't know that I would cry if if that would happen to me, but I would be disgusted and disgusted that that I had to touch that and that someone put me in the position that I had to touch a dead animal um but yeah i don't know that i would go to that length and cry <laughs> no like don't you cook me for somebody like what if somebody comes over you and they're not vegetarian or you would cook something for them and you would have to touch i don't know chicken or i wouldn't i wouldn't but i don't know about ideas. i would i mean if it's just like you're not killing it I think if I had to kill the animal, then I would understand. Like I would be, <laughs> I couldn't do it. No, but, they, these these people are going to be vegetarian for a day. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just thought it was a lot of emotions, but let's move on. I don't think anything else happens in the camerino. I don't know if you noted anything. I don't have any more notes for anything else. Uh, no. Um. 
they just get into like politic how people are politicizing drag and stuff and which is true and they're trying to and i'm surprised that it's happening in mexico too just like it's happening in the u.s how they're trying to um claim that it's for the children (laughs) um but it never is it's just because they're against uh lgbt communities Yeah, so if you want to hear that conversation, you can go ahead and watch that episode. All right, so let's move on to the runway. The first one up. Again, this is La Mas Nahual. Kind of like a spirit animal. Kind of like Animorphs. What is that one? What was that one? Yeah, I Um, think you got it right. Animorphs? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a Transformer. Because uh, they do have to have a reveal. They said that they have to have two looks, um, so they have to reveal into an animal-inspired look. So the first one up is Dimitria, and she comes out with a. Uh, it's very demon, very mm-hmm. um, kukui, <laughs> and I liked it. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit um, Maleficent as well. Uh-huh. I see the Maleficent in there. There's something... Oh, this reminds me... There's Cheaper Sweepers. Maybe that, but there's also a Power Rangers character that looks like this. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the little monocle. Yes. That's what this is giving. But it was really well done. I thought I thought it was really cool, and I didn't even. If you, this is cool that they trans. She transformed her face and her whole look that much mm-hmm. because I can't tell who this is. And for this specific mm-hmm. challenge, I think that's what they were looking for, and it just yeah completes the whole look. So I thought it was really cool. Um, the next one up is La Kylie. So what did you think of La Kylie's? Um, I think she did well this time around. <laughs> um, like, it doesn't seem like a very... Like, it's just a bodysuit, right? So it's not a very difficult thing. But I think she was forced into actually putting on a little bit more energy than usual since she had to walk on all fours and stuff and um she she was still a little like uh, i don't know she still felt a little like exhausted or something while up there like there was still some energy missing but um i think the the look spoke for her i guess and I thought it was cool. We've seen stuff like this before, but I thought it was that it was cool that she did not just a skirt. Yeah, this is cool. Um, but I agree. I don't think she fully commits. I think she has a problem committing to mm-hmm. to the performance. She's mm-hmm. she's kind of scared to look maybe stupid or foolish or people to make fun of her. But I think that something's blocking her from committing to the to the yeah. performance. And as far as the look, I. I like it. I think the judges were right. They was kind of clumsy, like the arms and legs. I think they pointed them out that they were kind of crooked. And so it had some issues there, but the concept was cool. 
Um, it's cool to see her do something different. And uh, yeah, I was gonna say like, this is this is super different. I would not have known who who this was because like Eileen's usually comes out very sexy and mm-hmm. this is not that. So good, a good week for her. Um, the next one up is Juana Guadalupe. And she is that guy from um, A Nightmare Before Christmas. What is this called? The <laughs> Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Something like that. And then transforms into some beetle or something. I don't know. <laughs> like but I, I like the... Yeah. I think it was just all over the place. I don't know if I liked the scorpion beetle thing. I think yeah, same. There was some stuff that I just seemed a little... Like... Uh, unfinished. And... Yeah, I, th- I think it was just... Two very completely different looks that didn't really mm-hmm. tell the story. I really like the witch one. Like I like when she came out and the aesthetic of that. I thought it was really cool and creepy. Um, I didn't like that she didn't show her face there, but I understand why. Because I mean, the whole thing was maybe maybe if she showed her face there and then when she transformed she covered her face and to be more bug-like or scorpion-like or whatever she was supposed to be uh would be kind of cool but yeah i mean i liked i liked it it's just i don't know it wasn't there was something missing for me like it wasn't as interesting as it could have been because maybe the material just looks a little cheap yeah, and I think the proportions are off too. Like her head looks super small. Mm. She needed like a helmet or something mm. to balance it out. Um, all right, so the next one up is Chantel. She came out. <laughs> this is <laughs> a Chuck E. Cheese costume. I know. Chuck E. Cheese gone, gone bad or doing Halloween because this is crazy bad. I don't know if this was supposed to be campy and funny because it's just she looks like a one of those um, animatronics. She comes out mm-hmm. as a boar or something, and then she's underneath. She's wearing like this bloody outfit, kind of flesh ripped apart look, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. What did she yeah, I didn't. I didn't like either of them. Obviously, <laughs> the what boar suit or whatever it's supposed to be which i couldn't even tell what it was that was really bad ill-fitting and it's just uh, i'm assuming it was just a costume that she purchased from somewhere and like Mm -hmm. just put it on because it was very basic like not it wasn't even tailored to her at all um and then yeah the transformation just again just a corset and a panty and yeah it needed a lot more detail and um yeah it, it, it just failed yeah i think they also clogged her because of her shoes that she couldn't walk mm. or she tripped a lot she did um, so that was an issue uh the next one up is alexis mugler she comes out with the same fur which is very cheap looking and then another look that makes no sense so we're just used to this from her and um the makeup is less white 
she did listen to that, but it's still not great. And it's just all over the place. It doesn't make sense. I think she she doesn't really have a good grasp on putting a look together. It's just, mm-hmm. to me, it doesn't make sense. Like this, um, like, like her first, the first, before the reveal, looks like more of her aesthetic. Like that's kind of how I would think of her than what she did, for example, in the last episode. But it, it just looks, there's like n- nothing to draw your eye. There's nothing interesting in there. Um, and then when she does a transformation, you can obviously tell she can't even see because she keeps like, she's slowly like walking very carefully. Um, and that could have been cool, but um, she didn't push it far enough to actually be like convincing as far as the, the construction of the, the demon look or the animal, whatever it yeah. was. Yeah, this that bodysuit underneath threw it off. Like it just throws mm-hmm. the whole outfit off. Um, the next one up is Kelly. She comes out as a pig, I think. And are those her real titties? That's what I was wondering too. Because they kept talking about silicone and yeah. putting a light to them. But they don't look real. They don't. I think she has something over them. Over her real ones. That's what I'm assuming. Like she has one of those. Like a breastplate? Yeah. See, that's what I thought. But then, they, like you said, they were talking about how if you put a lamp to silicone, it'll light yeah. up or something. And... Mm-hmm. Regardless, this is a bad look. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, this was really bad. Um, like from the head up, you can see there was an idea, but yeah, she does not do um, what do you call it, prosthetics, I guess. Well, and yeah, the, the monkey suit or whatever it was, no, it was not nice, cheap. Yeah, like Miss Piggy, but after she's been dragged through the mud or something, because it just looked really rough, really, really rough. Um, the next one up is Ariel, and she comes out with a really stunning look. Um, I don't like the sheerness of the dress. That's my only thing that I don't like, but I think the whole feathers, the way they're placed. Oh, and I also don't like the mask on the... I don't like masks. I'm coming to realization, I don't like masks. Like like this, like very kind of like looking like a witch. I want to see makeup. I want to see makeup and drag. That's what I want to see. Mm, but she does take it off and then she does reveal her face with makeup on and a headpiece. Head and it's just stunning. I think it's really cool. What you think? Yeah, I'm 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 very impressed by her in the last like this episode and the last episode. I I don't know for some reason I did not expect these types of elevated looks from her, and I'm glad like she's pulling them off. And I definitely want to see what's what she's gonna give us later. Yeah, I think she's starting to get more confident and. She might get to the end. I mean, 
she's one of the most mm-hmm. polished ones see that. so far. So, mm-hmm. um, the next one up is Catriona. And what did you think of this look? It was kind of weird. <laughs> well, the when when she came out with just like I don't know, like a bed sheet over, and someone was in there, one of the bananas or whatever was in there, and. That I wouldn't count that as a look. Like it's just a bed sheet. <laughs> um, and then she comes out of there with a I don't know, like a rat, cat, bloody trash thing. <laughs> I didn't. I just the composition of the look. I, I did not like it. Like it did. It just there was no like intent behind it. It seemed like. Like, like I said, it just seems like she rolled in trash or something and it kind of just stuck to her. Um, at least there was an idea there, but it's just no. Yeah, I can't even tell what it is. Honestly, I can't tell what like there's so much not even detail. There's just so much like stuff coming off her body. It looks like they're masks hanging off her body and then there's also kind of fur but then kind of latex and yeah it's kind of hard to tell what it is honestly and there's no clear animal (laughs) i don't even know if this like you said if it's a cat it's a mouse what is it i don't know and um the prosthetics are really bad too i know letal was like you did a great job i can see the line from here (laughs) and yeah, I did not like it at all either. The next one up is Electra Walpurgis. This look was interesting because um I know she came out in this huge Yeah. I thought that was really cool actually. It, I mean it felt really animatronic, like we were talking about, but um, I did not realize that that was really her face. I know. That's what I, I didn't understand first until she revealed it later on. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the mask. I don't know. To me, this is hard to... I don't know. Is this I like drag? That. Like, it's just kind of <laughs> weird. I like that the makeup more than the actual wolf mask and all that. This is just her furry suit that she had lying around, so she brought it to the Yeah. Line. Yeah, I think I would have liked her to do makeup instead of the mask because it's just kind of it's it's I don't know for some reason I'm feeling like it's a cop out in a way just because you don't have to show your makeup skills but at the same time it doesn't bother me but I don't know I don't know how to I like it I like the look I just don't know how to feel about it as far as like is it drag or what is it yeah. um yeah, but it was cool. It was one of the most interesting ones. I think. It was interesting, yeah. And then finally we have Aries. She comes out as the Harpy Lady. <laughs> um, this was super impressive. I did not This is my favorite. Aries. I know. Yeah, this was super cool. And just her interpretation, um, like her movement... And she took a page from Alexi's 
uh, book where like the whole time she stayed in character. Oh, in the transformation where she had like the little like a smoke bomb or something. She yeah. set the stage on fire maybe and set the fire alarms off. Um, but it was really cool. And uh, I, I'm guessing she's like a dancer just because of her movements and stuff. Or she really like practiced this. But it looked really, really cool. Yeah, this is what how you commit to a character to the performance. Like she mm-hmm. was moving like a bird. She was giving us flapping her tits. Yes, <laughs> um, as you should. She was giving us the performance and a black swan, and mm-hmm. um, it was just really cool. And I, to me, I guess I don't mind the mask here because it's a prosthetic, so you can still see her face. And prosthetic makeup is still sort of, it's still makeup. Um, it's not just like putting on a mask. Um, so it doesn't bother me as much. But yeah, I thought this was just very elevated. It was just so, something you would probably see in a movie, you know, and it was just so impressive. So mm-hmm. I really liked it. I thought it was um, really one of its standouts. I think I'm going to remember this specific look um, mm-hmm. for a while. And um, yeah, so obviously the winner. It's Aries. She ends up winning the challenge. She is La Mas Nahual. And we have three bottoms this week, which is kind of funny that nobody lost the lips or lost the mini reto, but we still have three bottoms. Mm-hmm. So we have Kelly, Chantel, and the Lexis. And so they do a lip sync challenge to what was the song? Um, Mermelada. 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 Yeah. Mermelada by Mariana. And Alexis is eliminated. So she is gone from the competition. The way they did it was kind of shady, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so shady. That was really bad. <laughs> Yes. Like, uh, I don't know. I just felt bad for them. Like, I, I'm guessing they're doing it for the shock factor of, uh, for the, um, the viewers, but it just comes off as insensitive. <laughs> so what they ended up doing is the guest is again, well in charge of saying who's going to go home, but, but she's like, this time, um, this episode or whatever, two will go. And then, but not really, because in the end, the two are the ones who stay. And it's kind of hard to um, describe it the way they did it. Because there was a, I mean, they did it in Spanish. So it's just the the words that they said. Um it's kind of hard to interpret the way they did it, but, but yeah, it's like they gave them, they told them, okay, two are going to be eliminated basically, or that's what they thought that that's how you interpret what they're saying. And then in the end, the two are the ones who are, are going to stay. And Alexis is the one who gets eliminated, but it's like a fake out. Yes. It's just bad. It was so cringy. Yeah. Like, they did not have to do her like that. It was so cringy. Mm -mm. 
like they already made her dig through cockroaches or something, I think, and <laughs> pies in the face. And now, psych, you are the one eliminated. Like that was so like, horrible. where's where's the respect for your cast? <laughs> I know that that was just cringy. I can't. I just didn't. I would not expect that from a competition show. Like, not a, yeah. if they were to say like all you three stay or something. I understand that. Like, nobody gets eliminated. Yeah. But yeah. damn, they are not playing this season. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Maybe she was saying dra- drag queen too much. They're like, <laughs> let's get this. Let's get her right now. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so that was the episode. Did you have any more thoughts about this episode that we didn't get to? I really like the theme of the challenge. Um, but yeah, as far as what we covered, I think we we covered what's important. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, the challenges are pretty cool this season. I feel like they're coming up with good themes. So I'm excited to see what comes up. Um, and as always, we're going to keep recapping the episodes in pairs. So hopefully we get even numbers or something, but they've already announced the finale. And so, oh yeah, live yeah, finale on November 28th, I think. Yeah. It's sometime in November. Yeah. November? Yeah. November, which means it's going to be. So the, oh yeah, so if it's a live chat, um, I get it confused because it's not airing right now. Like they already filmed this. So I guess they're, they already know who's going to be in the finale. Um, So that makes sense. But yeah, anyways, um, thank you so much for being with us today. Please follow us if you want to follow us on Instagram, or you can also send us a an email if you have any questions at our Gmail is skinislamaspodcast at gmail.com. Um, that was it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Follow the podcast at Lamas on Instagram. And if they can follow you as well on the Tiki Talks. At yes, yeah. It's yeah. You can follow me on TikTok. So. ¿Quién se sintió atacada? ¿Tú te sientes atacada? Yo me sentí atacada. Levanta la mano. <laughs> we'll see you it's, next time. It's audio, but I'm raising my hand. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.